folks, we have a surprise today as we prepare to delve into our conversation on a very special topic at hand, mind-body-spirit connection and shamanic practices and many more. Here is an exciting twist. Let us tickle the brains of our guests, Rob and Gary first. So, Rob and Gary, get ready for a rapid-fire round of random words. I'll mention a few. And I would love to hear the first thing that comes to your mind in response without thinking much. If you are ready, let's dive in. I'll begin with Rob. Yeah. So Rob, maybe you can say hi. <laughs> All right. So Rob, the first word for you is curiosity. Wonder. Invention. Peace. Future. Now. Book. Sapiens. Movie. Dances of the Wolves. And, and here is the sapiens. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And uh, Gary, it's your turn. And your first word is food. Food? Yeah. Luxury. Ah. <laughs> Creativity. Abundance. Life. Joyful. Animal. Love. Planet. Security. And awesome. So, Rob and Gary, thank you so much for participating in the first rapid fire round. We have one more towards the end. Okay, so now okay. Let, me, let me welcome my audience. So, folks, welcome to the Guiding Voice podcast series where we embark on transformative conversations for a better future. I'm your host, Navin Samala, dedicated to making the world a better place through valuable discussions that add value not only to your life, but also to your career. And thank you so much for tuning in. And Rob and Gary, hearty welcome to The Guiding Voice. I'm thrilled to have you here. And in fact, I need to acknowledge the fact that Parul Gupta, one of my team members, had made sure that you guys are invited here on the show because there is a surprise waiting for you towards the end. And I'll reveal it offline. I'm not going to reveal it in the episode, but there is some surprise. So hearty welcome to the Guiding Voice mm, platform. Exciting. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> so, Gary, we'll begin with you. So, please uh, share the success mantra as in the top three things that have contributed to your success so far. Three things that contributed to our success. Yeah, your uh, success. My de- dedication, mm-hmm. devotion, and focus. Dedication. Those three things. Very strong. And, and, you know, devotion and dedication were the house names during my school. Devotion, dedication, determination, courtesy, and those words are implanted in my brain. So, kudos mm. to my school principal. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. And Rob, and the same question, what is your success mantra? Like, what are the top three things that have contributed to your success so far? Remembering, devotion as well, and focus as well. Okay. So this time we will go with Rob first. Please share the toughest lessons that you have learned as an entrepreneur. I think the toughest lesson is that you are the one who is fully responsible. And you have to, there's no security blanket. There's no one that's going to rescue you. You have to learn how to open up and let the universe take care of you and get your own mind out of the way. And if you focus on your own heart, learn how to illuminate your own shadows, mm-hmm. illuminate your unconscious being, then that's how you can really truly learn about who you're who you're here to be. 
And it's really challenging to face yourself mm. and face your unconscious, your unconscious ways. Awesome. And uh, that is so deep, uh, Rob. And Gary, what is your toughest lesson that you have learned? It is, uh, I'd say, trust. Mm. Trust uh, your inner knowing and um, avoid the uh, doubting Thomas that keeps coming into your head uh, saying, no, you can't do that. Or from somebody that you've heard from your past family members saying that you shouldn't do that. That's not what you need to do. And it's like, listen to your inner heart and your inner being on the direction you need to go and just trust the divine timing is all going to work out for you. Sure, there's a little bit of fear that comes in there, but there's fear and excitement. And we both know the fear and excitement knows that it's time to grow and move forward in our life and make sure our head is going in the right direction. Uh, with our body that our body isn't moving forward and our head is not looking behind so we're not blindly leading forward we're actually seeing the direction we're going we may not know the outcome but whatever it is we're okay with it and if it doesn't turn out the way we want it to then it's a lesson to learn and to redirect and move forward as i speak to you guys i see a lot of composure like you guys are I don't. I don't have words to express. Like I think you, you guys are truly yourself, and in fact, um, you're living in the moment. I think I have to get there. So on that note, Gary, this question is to you. So can you share your own personal journey and how it led you to explore the mind-body-spirit connection, as well as shamanic practices as a means of healing and also self-discovery? Brilliant. I love the question. I always say it started my personal development and awakening and awareness started when I went to theater school, a lot of high school, and that would have been 1979. <laughs> so quite a few years ago. And there I learned that I need to let go of what's not what's getting in my way for to perform. So as a performer, you need to learn about your your response and your habits. So ever since there, I've been on a journey. I um moved to England and went on another theater program for two years. And in that program, I was introduced to a course called the Alexander Technique, which is a mind-body-conscious awareness training. We can go deeper on that, but that's the, in a nutshell. That's what it covers. And the teacher came up to me like a couple of days later and said, Gary, I think you need to be an Alexander Technique teacher. And I looked at him and I went, I'm 24. I'm here to be an actor, not an Alexander teacher. Well, we go fast forward into my 40s after I left England. I met up with another teacher. She came and approached me and passed on an application for her school to become an Alexander teacher. So um, I innately knew how that worked. I worked on my habits and my response mechanism, and that was very innately known. You know, I knew it myself how to work it and how to make it um, my path forward. And in that time, I was had an awakening uh, through an experience at a church through a friend of mine. The sermon was Thorns, Burdens, and Crosses that we carry. Mm -hmm. The minister said, imagine Christ taking these off your shoulders, hands down. Somebody came behind me, placed their hands on their shoulders, and lifted thorns, burdens, and crosses off my shoulder. I felt it, and I was very emotional. My friends were like going, what's going on? It's like, well, this is what happened. So I told a friend of mine in Vancouver, and she says, you need to go to a spiritual church called Unity. And I went, okay, I'll, I'll check it out. And uh, 
Sure enough, as soon as I walked in and heard this, the minister speak, I going, I'm home. This has felt very right. I learned a lot about metaphysical teaching and spirituality. I also embarked on a two-year healing touch program through uh, uh, the General Hospital in Vancouver, and that even expanded my awareness of myself and my abilities to assist others in their healing process and their growth of their mind-body-conscious awareness training. Moving fast forward again to Robert and I met, uh, my mother lived with us. She lived with us for about three and a half years before she transitioned and moved on. She passed away. Mm -hmm. Uh, We both never experienced grief before. And um, this is where I'll pass it over to Robert because Robert went on the journey first because I, he said it was something that he wanted to do. And I said, go, you know, see what it's going to be like. So I'll let Robert carry on with the where we started. That's where the start of the company happened. Yeah. yeah. And so I'll just, I'll rewind and just share a little bit, a little bit of the growth that I've been through mm-hmm. in all facets of my life. And basically, I jokingly say that I grew up in the corporate world and the academic world and uh, did an undergraduate degree, a master's degree. And during the master's degree, I had an awakening take place. And I had sort of declared to the universe that the only thing I need in my life is science. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's when uh, I started seeing energy around people and went for uh, a battery of tests with specialists and everything and everyone was like no you're fine no you're fine it's like um no i'm seeing light around people like something is not correct here and then luckily about 20 years ago i, I found a spiritual teacher and she held my hand when she, she first met me and i could feel her reading my energy and feeling into my whole being and i was trying to like squirm away because i could feel what she was doing and I recognize that I'm empathic and I can see energy and I can hear energy. And so my scientific or corporate background um, didn't necessarily fall away, but it sort of, I pushed it to the back burner and had an insatiable desire to learn more about everything in the world of mind, body, conscious awareness, spirituality, metaphysics, and how the mind works, how the spirit works and how the universe works and then 2015 i started my own coaching business left the corporate world but was coaching people in the corporate world and Mm -hmm. executive career coaching mindset coaching whatnot and then even in inside of that it was a very logical approach to sort of depart the corporate world and i felt like there was something that was was missing it wasn't quite all there yet and so i started teaching more metaphysical, spiritual principles, and creating programs and courses for people like all over the world. And then Gary's mom passed away. And this Mm -hmm. is where the story sort of comes together. She passed away and I had never lived with someone who actually had passed away. Like I've I've had grandparents and aunts and uncles pass away, but I didn't live with them. So every day I woke up, Gary woke up and it's like, oh, She's no longer at the end of the hall. And so there was grief, there was depression, and all of the training, all of the work that we had done on ourselves still didn't quite shake the the, the cloud that was sort of mm. surrounding us. And so this we say this little fairy human 
who's, who's quite short. We're both six foot two and six foot four, so we're quite tall. She was five foot two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so she came into our lives very quickly and she said, I think you might want to work with this medicine man that I just worked with. And I was like, mm, I don't think that's necessarily it. And then it kept coming up and kept coming up. And so I said, okay, I saw the inner guidance of like the quintessential image of five mushrooms. And I was like, I think I'm going on a journey. And so I spoke with a medicine man, felt a deep resonance with him and in, in how he was going to guide me through that experience and went and worked with him for two full days, mm-hmm. had a high level of respect, a high level of intention and integrity for the sacred ceremonies that I stepped into and I went into those ceremonies to basically honor my spiritual gifts, honor my gifts for myself and for my clients and came out of that with a high level of devotion and commitment to have those deeper level conversations with people, have those higher level conversations with people. And I had found a new level of joy. The grief and depression had lifted and I found a deeper and higher purpose. Mm-hmm. And came out of that experience and I was at home and the very next day I was in meditation and I saw myself training with the medicine man in in a spiritual vision. And I was like, Oh dear. And the reason I say, Oh dear is because anytime that I have a, have had a vision in my life. And when I look back, uh, I've always had them. I just didn't equate it to it being a spiritual vision and I've always followed it. And so I was like, okay, I have to follow this too. And I said, I have no idea what this is going to look like, but this is the guidance that I'm getting. And so the medicine man agreed. And then Gary went on his journey. And that's where I'll pass it back to him to share. So it was perfect timing. Uh, we had time to spread my mother's ashes, have a celebration of life. It was on May 5th. May 6th was my birthday. And I always say it was the best gift I have ever given myself for my birthday was to go on a journey with... Um, the medicine man it changed my life it mm. shook the grief off i mm-hmm. was no longer depressed i came back in alignment mm-hmm. back into my mind body and heart yeah. and knew my purpose and direction so i also had a very similar vision that robert had and then i spoke to him and then we looked at each other as like what does it look like we don't know we'll just expand and grow and develop it mm-hmm. into what we're presenting now well Quite a, quite a journey. And uh, Gary, let's take a step back. And you mentioned about this Alexander technique a while ago. Yeah. So can you tell us more about the methodology and how it factors into your plant medicine retreat? Mm-hmm. Definitely. It, uh, it helps the uh, client to embody the work. Uh, most of the time, humans are very a little bit out of touch of their arms, their legs, their limbs, and their thinking, and they respond to, let's say, a stimulus or an action or somebody's words, and they respond without thinking or actually taking a moment to stop. A big part is learning to come back into your heart, come into your breath, and that gives you a moment to stop before you respond. So you're going to stop, breathe, then recalibrate your thoughts and then speak. So with that work, they'll work with me uh, a couple of times over the four days that they're with us. uh, And they'll learn how to release and let go of the tension that they're holding in their body. So once they learn that they can let go, 
they can let go within the journey process. It goes much deeper, and I wish we had more time to talk about it, but that is sort of in a nutshell. Yep. Can you add anything? Yeah, the one thing that I'll say is that the uh, what happens with the work that Gary does is that the myofascia of the body, mm-hmm. the myofascia tissue, people learn how to, I don't want to say control or manipulate, but those are the words that are coming right now. So they learn how to work with mm-hmm. the yep. myofascia tissue, and that's when we're holding the myofascia tissue doesn't allow the divine current of the universe to flow through us. We're blocking it. So when we can actually just take some time to lay down and go into a meditative state, we can work with the physical body because it's part of who we are. And when we learn how to regulate the myofascia layers, we're actually letting go of parts of the day and we're opening up to more. Hmm. Quite, quite interesting. And uh, e- either of you can pick this one. So tell us more about the unique approach of the journeyman collective in preparing individuals for this shamanic ceremonies and facilitating integration afterward. So what is so mm-hmm. unique about you guys? Yeah, definitely. So our journeys are purpose-driven. And they're purpose-driven for executives, entrepreneurs, and professionals. Because one of the things that, as we were training, one of the things that was shown to us is that we are to work with executives, founders, movers, shakers, actors, athletes, high achievers, people who are at the top of their game and who are having an impact in humanity's course and the course that humanity is on. And... Part of that is also founded in the guidance that we received that was connected to the fact that what is one thing that every single human does when they get up in the morning? They get up to go to work or they get up to step into some role that is connected to business. So a big part of what we, uh, again, were guided was to elevate people from business to conscious business. And when people step into conscious business there's a focus on purpose and passion and the profits take care of themselves it's still a part of it and you have to be mindful of it however when someone's purposely and passionately engaged in what they're doing creativity flows clarity flows empowerment flows and so it's like a the purpose-driven journey is like creating a cloud of data Mm -hmm. that carries you through a preparation phase, an intensive retreat phase, and an integration phase with us. And so we guide you through that whole entire experience. We create context in the preparation for what you're potentially going to experience in the actual guided journey. And then when you're with us in the actual intensive part, we don't call it a retreat, but I just did, um, because people need to have a symbol in their mind of what an intensive actually is. So it's an intensive retreat. We're with you the entire time. We're working with you the entire time that you're uh, on site at our center. And basically from eight o'clock in the morning till almost midnight for four full days, you're with us and you have your own private, beautiful room. It's a luxurious estate setting. And it's uh, someone that we just worked with said, this is the four seasons of journeys. (laughs) And uh, it's, it's also a boutique as well so we only work with one to four people it's highly focused on people that we are working with so it's one to four people no more than four people 
And it really allows people to be cared for in a high level mm-hmm. way. Yeah. And so the the big thing is that we are guiding you on the inside. We are guiding you through the inner metaphysical planes of your inner being. The clients will have their eyes closed for four, five, six, seven, possibly eight hours in ceremony. There's two ceremonies, two full days of integration. And because we're with you throughout that whole entire, we're with you in the preparation, we're with you in the in, in the intensive, and we're with you in the integration. And so there are pieces that are shown to us in the actual intensive experience that the, the client is present to as well. And then we have a unique ability to recall almost every single journey that we've ever guided when we speak with someone. And so anytime that someone may be coming out of alignment, we will have a recall instantaneously to be like, hey, do you remember this part of your journey? And then the remembering back in because humans are, are notoriously great at forgetting and we have to expand our ability to remember. So there's different different scenes presented in the movie within the mind, what's taking place in that psychedelic shamanic journey. And it, the information, those scenes are presented for the individual to synthesize, to learn from, to understand, and to actually implement in their life. And the carry through is the most important thing in that you're actually implementing, you're taking a new action or a non-action because sometimes you have to stop some things that you were doing that weren't serving you. And so it's it's that part that it's an applied integration whereby you as an individual are honoring that sacred ceremony for the rest of your life. Wow. So one thing that I understood is like you give a lot of personal attention and most importantly, you guys are driving it with a purpose and so passionately. So that makes you stand apart. And I have one basic question. Why did you name it as the Journeyman Collective? <laughs> well, I was walking in the forest and we're trying to, you know, come up what it, what is the name of our company. Yeah. And we we explored a journey with a medicine man. So we thought, okay, it's people mm. were taking and guiding people on a journey. Then we looked at each other. Well, we're men. So let's call ourselves the journeyman. And what we're gathering is a collective of humans to grow our community. We always say raising up soul community. So it's like, so we're the journeyman. We work with everyone, but it's, uh, we are the journeyman collective Mm. and we raise up soul community. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Super thought process over there. And uh, Gary and Rob, again, either of you can pick this also. So you both believe in the power of uh, psilocybin or magic mushrooms to help clear out the old energy. So could you share a little more about that idea and how these shamanic journeys allow your guests to unlock more of their potential while creating a deeper impact as more conscious beings? Yeah, beautiful question. I love that. And so we often say that it's a bit of a trifecta in that it's the medicine of Rob, it's the medicine of Gary with the medicine of Silicon. And if we look at mushrooms in general, what do they do if you go into the forest and use mushrooms? They actually deprocess through their mycelial networks to distribute that energy back 
into the forest. So there's a bit of a cleansing and the clearing of the old. And we've lost a bit of our culture whereby every, say, five to seven years, we have an initiation yeah. into something new. We have superficial graduations, but we don't have those reverential sacred ceremonies. And then people are like 50, 60 years old and they don't understand what's going on. They have pain, uh, they have confusion, and they have uh, unfocused purpose. And the mushroom and the guidance and the time. So for your listeners, like it's, if you think about it, giving yourself like seven hours to go into silence, to go into stillness and allow two people to guide you through that silence and that stillness, you will be met with a lot of yourselves. And it gives the individual time to really truly see what's there and clear out clear out karmic relations from past lives and get in touch with your purpose and in a very potent and pure way and see what you're truly here to do in a, in a deeper way. And a lot of the people we work with are sort of already are on the path and they want to amplify what they're already doing. So I would say the level of purity increases because the shadow or shadows of self or unconscious mm. habits have been cleared away or be, have become people have become aware of them and so then they can start to work with it more consciously as opposed to it just running in the background all the time mm-hmm. and so as a function of that that deeper clearing takes place and then as a result they have a deeper connection within themselves and they recognize those universal truths of hey i'm connected to everything we yeah. are all one mm-hmm. and as a function of that we teach people how to use their minds, how to use their hearts, how to use their their gut brains as well in that trifecta to process any old energy that's coming up in the moment and to create from it. So we believe that the mushroom has been put on the planet for a reason and we meet it with a high level of respect, a high level of integrity and a high level of intention and purpose And that's carried through the whole entire experience. And we believe that some people may only ever need one ceremony in their whole entire life or one time if they're working with the journeyman collective or if they're working with someone who has that masterful level of guidance. So intriguing. And uh, again, I would like to hear from you a success story where someone's transformative journey at the journeyman collective had a profound impact on their life and how it motivated them to create a conscious impact in the world we have a lot of stories <laughs> <laughs> maybe one yes. one thing which really stands out and which is so memorable for you hmm. so we worked with a, a physician a number of years ago so he was in the the medical industry working as a physician behind the desk writing the prescriptions, doing the the typical Western medicine thing. And ever since he left school, he was like, I I don't necessarily want to do this. But everyone told him, no, 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 this is what you have to do. You can't go and do what you really want to do. So he recognized that part of what was holding him back was that there was some trauma that was in his early teenage years. We helped him really look at that, unpack it unfurl it and it was impacting his physical being as well then 
once he was able to release that trauma, which I think was a, a big block for him stepping forward into his true purpose, he let go and said, okay, I'm going to actually go and do that thing that I really want to do. And I want to, I want to go and buy my own home that will function as a retreat center in a totally different part of the world. He left his hometown. He left his career for a new position and bought his own home and retreat center. And now he is a, a massive pillar in the community that he's now in. And people love him. People respect him. He's doing what he really wants to do. He's doing hands-on healing work. He's starting. He just messaged me a couple of days ago uh, <laughs> and said, you're never going to believe what's happening. Um, but it's finally happening where medicine is catching up. The Western medicine is catching up and seeing that I have a gift that can be offered to the world in a unique way and really, truly help people empower themselves and that's a big thing that he really wanted to do was empower others. And gosh, he, he also has a, a loving um, fiance. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, there's just so many things that are happening for him. And, and this is a common occurrence. And I think there's an overarching trend with all of our clients. They start to witness that the clues and the breadcrumbs are always being delivered by the, by the, the universe, the cosmos. And they start to be able to read the signs in a different way and not just be like, oh, a skunk just ran across my path. And they have the curiosity to wonder like, oh, what does that actually mean? And they learn about it. And yeah, there's a, I think the, what would you say the overarching trend of most people would be? Uh, Most people leave uh, in calmness, stillness, peace, contentment. More joy, mm-hmm. uh, more uh, being here in the moment, yeah. present, uh, conscious of their thoughts mm-hmm. and how they use their words. Yeah, nice. I I could see that. I could uh, sense it live in both of you. And uh, yeah, this has been incredible conversation so far. And it's time for us to add some more spice, some more excitement. So let me bring in the second rapid fire round. And this time, it's not about random words. But some intriguing questions. <laughs> so I'll, I'll kick off the first bullet. I'll fire the first bullet out of rapid fire round. So if you could have one gigantic billboard anywhere with anything on it, what would it say? So we'll both of you can answer <laughs> one by one. Maybe it would be remember who you've come here to be. Wow. I remember who you are come here to be. Mm. Gary? It's on my running shoes. Just be. Just be. Wow. And what's one thing that you are really bad at that you wish you were better or good at? I think I have a lot of ideas and I can get <laughs> distracted by them. And so I'm I'm still learning how to harness all of those forces from all the different dimensions that where there's a lot of information coming in. Um, so that would be one thing. <laughs> really bad at. I'm good at everything. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to. Uh, Always enhance my cooking skills because I love cooking. Yeah. I've cooked all my life. So it's like I, every time I'm <laughs> learning something new about food. And uh, yeah, I think that would be, that's ever go- growing, ever evolving. So, um, But he's an amazing chef. Yeah, so I'm not, I'm not oh. bad. I, I just want to get better and better and better. Yeah. yeah. 
they have access to that potent power within that they may not have had and just feeling that and seeing that and you can see the shift yeah on all levels so for me that's i think my favorite thing when we have our what we call our graduation dinner <laughs> and just sitting there and the dust has sort of settled or it's settling in and yeah i'm just usually in awe mm -hmm. of the level of transformation that has been embodied yeah i'd have to say it's the same thing it's like even if they haven't been on a journey with us and we meet people and they are in our presence i mean we're amazed at transformation that occurs just being with us it's not coming from ego it's just like we are we're just being us And us being us is authentic. And that authenticity seems to let the, the people that we're with open up and share and learn more about themselves. Even unknowingly, they're being transformed because we get calls the next day and say, you know, the dinner was great, but this is what happened after I left your home. And we're amazed. You know, those stories are just as amazing as the ones that our clients that come and experience a journey. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is one of the most enchanting conversations that I've ever had on this show. And let me fire the next bullet out of the rapid fire. So if you could have any superpower, what would it be and why? We'll start with Rob again. Teleportation. Teleportation. How about you, Gary? Well, the first game, invisibility. <laughs> Invisible. <laughs> and, <laughs> I think and, that and occurs sometimes. <laughs> What would be the first thing that you would do after going invisible? Exploration of the world is like it just I, I liked uh, like a fly on the wall. I I wonder what it would be like to be here when this conversation is happening, mm -hmm. being in those parts of the world to see other interactions, you yeah. know, but not be in the present, but be there just an observer. It's not being a spy. It's just learning from observing others. Yeah, yeah. And I think I have that ability anyway from what I hear sometimes. You know, Gary, you disappeared. And I don't know, really. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Here comes the last one for rapid fire. And I think uh, Rob has already answered partly to this one. So, Rob, it is up to you if you want to pick up one more. But uh, here comes my question. Like, what is one electronic gadget or a fantasy gadget that you would like to see or invent yourself? Well, <laughs> maybe you both have to invent <laughs> teleportation definitely is like to travel to other places within the cosmos i think we had that ability millions of years ago but we forgot how to tap into it yeah. um that is innately within us where you just have to get out of the way to make it happen um a gadget um 
fabulous and let's flip back I to would say, yeah i'll add another one yeah, yeah, yeah i sure. would love i would love a, a gadget or, or an electronic device that could capture the whole entire vision mm. of what's yes. transpiring inside the mind of another as they're actually going through a journey so what they're actually seeing See. in the journey i would love to be able to capture that because everybody asks us, is there a way of capturing it? And it's like, no, you're the only one who's going to capture the vision that you see. Mm-hmm. We're going to, sh- we're going to share it. So, <laughs> so what, what's your gut feel? Is it, uh, is there a possibility where that kind of device is going to come? <laughs> oh, well, if we can think it, it probably is already being invented somewhere in the world. Somebody's trying to create it mm-hmm. or it's been created and it's not ready to be shared with the world. Yeah. 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 Makes sense. And let's flip yeah. back to the let's flip back to the mainstream. So, in closing, what message or piece of wisdom would you like to share with our audience regarding the potential for personal growth, healing, and conscious transformation through the use of psychedelic plant-based medicine as well as spiritual practices? I would say, do your due diligence. Mm-hmm. Know who you're stepping into a journey with. And be certain that they are going to take care of you at a very high level in a very caring and a very sacred way. And there's nothing to be scared of. You will only meet yourself in many different ways. And yeah, make you just be certain that they are the person for you. Uh, I always say, um, you listeners take away anything from this is learn to stop breathe come into your heart i always say think with your heart love with your mind wow think with your heart and love with your mind fabulous and i'm so fortunate to have this conversation with you guys today i feel this like a blessing a true blessing and before i let you go how is your experience being hosted on the guiding voice platform anything to improve i'm i'm open for a public feedback no, uh, it was great. We when the little break in between the video was like, this is fun. <laughs> we both said we love your energy. It's great. Uh, you're um, you present very well. We love uh, having mm-hmm. this conversation with you, and uh, it's very uplifting and um, very 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 motivating. Uh, I think well, hopefully your listeners pick up on that too. Yeah, yeah, and like I can feel mm-hmm. I can feel you, and you're engaged, and you're intrigued, and you're listening at a very deep level. And you're taking it all in at a very deep level as well. And you're processing it. And like we can usually feel when someone isn't able to process. It's like the, the that sound of a car coming to a, a screeching halt. They're like, <laughs> so, and, yeah, with you, we can we can sense that you're able to pro you have that aptitude to process at mm. that level. So it's really, really lovely. It's great. Yeah. Keep uh, doing what you're doing. Sure. Thank you. Thank you so much once again for being part of uh, the Guiding Voice journey in shaping the careers and lives of uh, millions across the globe. And uh, Rob and Gary, sincerely appreciate um, you being part of uh, this show. And uh, really, thank you so much for your time and all the wonderful insights. I, I wish more power to you in terms of making this world a conscious one, okay, wherein people can realize their potential. More power mm-hmm. to you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Sure. So, friends, that was our episode with Rob and Gary. And before we jump into the fun trivia section, we have a quick request. 
in case if you haven't already please subscribe to our podcast from wherever you have tuned in from because subscribing keeps you updated on new episodes and if you have enjoyed this conversation please share with at least three of your friends or colleagues who would also like the guiding voice spread the knowledge and help others grow just like you and your support means a lot it helps us create more content for you and our community so let's learn together on this journey so today we had an amazing conversation about shamanic connections and also integration unleashing the potential and the role of medicines and many more so i thought i would present you about psychedelics and this is the first time i'm mentioning about psychedelics on the guiding voice platform so if we consider the historical use of psychedelics they have been used for thousands of years by various cultures for spiritual religious and also healing purposes and substances like psilocybin mushrooms and peyote have been used by indigenous people in rituals as well as ceremonies now let's talk about lsd discovery lysergic acid diethylamide was first synthesized by swiss chemist albert hoffman in 1938 He discovered its psychedelic effects accidentally in 1943 while conducting experiments on its medicinal properties. And the third one is about psychedelic renaissance. The 20 the, the 21st century has been a psychedelic renaissance with renewed research interest in substances like psilocybin, MDMA and ketamine for mental health conditions like depression, PTSD, anxiety and addiction. So here comes my question do you believe in this psychedelics and related medicines if so leave your comments if you are watching it on youtube you can comment it directly there or if you have found this episode on any social media platform you can comment there i'm going to review them for sure and folks that's it for today's episode thank you so much for tuning in and spending your time listening or watching this episode and also thank you for being part of our awesome community i would love to hear from you do not forget to share your ideas as well as feedback either through social media or you can also email us at the guiding voice for you at gmail.com i'm your host navin samalam a lifelong learner and my goal is to have impactful conversations that improve not only your life but also your career and stay connected as we journey together until next time take care and stay inspired remember the future holds great things because the best is yet to come goodbye for now see you all in the next episode with another amazing guest